0: I'm sick as a dog. Still, uh, I've been suffering with COVID for uh, I guess about a week. I don't know, but anyway, it sucks. Sick as a dog. You know, I think I was actually had to look that up. I was wondering as I laid in, in a delirium as, uh, over the last few days. I was wondering where does sick as a dog come from? You know, because every time I, I dogs have always been healthy around me. I, I never really knew. My unless they get old and sick, of course. Yeah, but. You know, it makes it sound like sick as a dog, it makes it sound like dogs are like eternally ill, um, but they're not, you know, they're not eternally ill. they I mean, they're, they they seem like, you know, as far as my experience is concerned after 50 plus years is that the dogs are, um, you know, you know, happy, healthy beasts, uh, you know, fun to be around, but, uh You know, sick as a dog actually uh, comes from the 1700s. During that time, of course, you know, a lot of dogs were mangy. You know, they carried the plague, you know. So that's where the, usually a lot of times, you know, dogs would get sick more often back then, you know. They'd be outside all the time, you know. They really weren't hanging hanging around inside the house. So they'd be outside getting all sorts of illnesses, carrying the plague, you know. You know, and of course, the owners of the dogs would, you know, f- f- keep them outside because they didn't want to get sick. They didn't want to get the plague. <clears throat> well, that's what this COVID is. It's a plague. Let me tell you what. What a what a terrible thing. You know, it's not like, you know, you get sick, you know, even with the, something like the flu, you get sick with it. And a, you know, a couple of days later, you're like, oh, I'm better. You know, not with this, not with this. No, this this thing continues and continues. Um, But, yeah, enough about that. Uh, Time to get on with the business of uh, extraterrestrials on Earth. Anyway, um, you know, I'm sure a lot of you are aware that uh, last week there was a big uh, to-do about these symbols, Uh, a a new logo that was uh, released by a pentagon office and uh, i'm going to read a little article here from sandbox Uh, basically it was the uh, uh, there was a website uh, for the uh, director of national intelligence uh, the national intelligence manager for aviation or nim a Uh, it was a new logo for this office and in that logo uh, it had a lot of different things on there with uh, planes and planes flying and jets but it also had a picture of a flying saucer, and uh, of course the internet went crazy. Wow, the government's uh, an, an intelligence agency is has a new logo, and there's a flying saucer on its logo on the logo. And of course, uh, well, for one thing, you know, a lot of pro UFO folk out there pointed out. Well, see, they're they're te- they're, they're admitting it Yeah, they're they're trying to send you a message here. You know, uh, flying saucers are real. Uh, actually they are they are real Uh, and then you had the debunkers oh no 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 no! no. it's a mistake oh oh no 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 no. oh no it's a mistake you know of course you know you know debunkers uh all over the internet were you know totally you know this has to be a mistake you know Uh, actually mick west pointed out that he showed some other uh uh, uh logos for like the uh joint task force space defense uh, that had a sh- shield and sword on it and um and some other ones and then he points out uh are, are, he say he says this is what he said on September 25th are the military secret are, are the military secretly telling us they will be fighting with swords and shields in space or are some symbols like the UFO just symbolic well yeah um, but the thing is, swords and shields are real, uh, just like flying saucers. They're real. I don't mean I don't care what this guy says or any of these other debunkers. Obviously, they don't believe in this stuff. They never saw you. They never saw a flying saucer. They don't understand. I mean, they, they, they just can't make themselves accept this reality. I mean, and this, I think what happened here. Actually, this logo came out, and then actually the government. Uh, turned tail and, and came out and said no, no 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 it was a mistake it was an error it was an error I, i'm having trouble believing that though <clears throat> anyway i'm going to read an article here uh and, and I'll, I'll we'll get into that anyway this was this was an article that was written it was actually updated later okay um and i just want to just give you the gist of uh of this, uh, of what happened here, it said over the weekend, images began to surface online of what appears to be a new official seal for the aviation-focused element of the Office of the Director of National Intelligence. This new seal includes a variety of unusual elements, like a UFO and a Russian fighter jet. The new seal can be found on the website mill which carries the same .mil domain as any official United States military website. But a number of questions have been raised about the veracity of this website and the seal it depicts. Sandbox News reached out to the Office of the Director of National Intelligence to get to the bottom of this mystery, but thus far they have not responded. Thus far there has been no official announcement or releases to substantiate the seal, but its presence on a dot domain is strong evidence that it's real, at least really from the DOD anyway. So while we wait with bated breath to hear what the Office of the Director of National Intelligence has to say about this seal and the website it's hosted on, let's dive into what makes this seal seem so unusual and what the evidence suggests thus far. And then the next part is what's weird about this seal. The unusual new seal began making rounds on social media on Saturday. One of the earlier accounts to draw attention to it belongs to UFO researcher Jeremy Corbell, though it was first brought to our attention by Twitter user Richard Betlick. The first element of this seal that's sure to catch your attention is the inclusion of a flying saucer or UFO on the bottom left while certainly unusual, this conclusion doesn't necessarily suggest that this image and the website it's hosted on are fake. After all, in recent years, the United States government has repeatedly acknowledged the existence of unidentified aerial phenomenon and has been open about efforts to investigate any potential threat these unusual sightings might represent. As such, the inclusion of a traditional flying saucer could be an intentionally attention-grabbing nod to this increasingly accepted element of the national intelligence enterprise. Okay, I'm not going to read the rest of this, but uh, I will. Then there was an update later on, uh, John Greenwald from the Black Vault uh ask the question, you know, to the, to the Pentagon. And, and, and here's what the update says within this story. It says update responding to a request for comments submitted by investigator and founder of the black vault, John Greenwald, the office of the director of national intelligence said that the national intelligence manager manager for aviation erroneously posted an unofficial and incorrect logo. The seal in question has now been removed from the agency's webpage. Okay, so so the agency put on this new logo on its website. There was a big uh, you know, the, the internet went crazy and then they removed it and said it was put there erroneously. I I don't believe that. I don't believe it was put there erroneously i don't believe it one bit in fact i don't when it comes to the flying saucers extraterrestrials i, I i've said this a million times before you can't trust the pentagon on this they're going to lie to you every time okay and this is this 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 is just another case of that now i know you know the the non-believers out there who think it's all nonsense right you know they'll tell you something else but they're, they're stupid they're dumb they're dumb and they're or they're liars or they who knows right uh, but they they they're not smart about this they're not they they have no idea they don't believe in it so they're going to they'll say anything they wanted this to they wanted this to be a mistake. Oh my God. They all jumped to conclusions. Again, Mick West had to go right on Twitter. Oh, it has to be, it has to be some sort of mistake or this or that or this or that. Excuse, 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 excuse. Right. And then they get the answer that they finally want. Because obviously, I think what happened here, this is my this is my theory, right? They put this on there. Right, and then they saw the you know people, all the non-believers out there, the people that need to be assured every day that there's no such thing as flying saucers and aliens from outer space coming here. Who need that? They need that every single day, right? So they had to put that out. They had to change tail then because those they saw that all these people had their undies in a bunch over this, right? In fact, I wouldn't be surprised. It wouldn't surprise me one bit if if emergency rooms across the country were filled up with a bunch of these scaredy cats, right? Who had to have their underwear removed by uh, emergency room doctors with a pair of uh, tweezers? I, I I'm, I'm, so, I'm, I'm tired of this. Get, 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 the information now. Who cares what these uh, scaredy cats think? Who cares what these? I'm, I'm sick of playing this debunker game, right? See, this is this is what bothers me. I know these things exist because I saw one. And then they, then they come out with something. They, they, they represent reality for a second. The, the, they're coming out with a new logo, right? And for a second, right, an, an intelligence agency represents the reality of the situation. Yes, there's flying saucers, and uh, that's something that we have to deal with, you know. Isn't that what we've been talking about? Like, I mean, this is going on for 75 years now. Okay, they're finally starting to come clean a little bit. But they come out with this logo. The internet goes nuts. Uh, The the non-believers, oh, my God, please tell me this isn't true. There must be some other reason for this. And then some of them, uh, oh, they must be just trolling, trolling. That's all they're doing, right? (laughs) That's what's going on here, folks. right. It's it's like uh, it, it, they saw the reaction. Yeah, I, I maybe you know wasn't it Lou Elizondo who said recently that the Pentagon's watching what people say on social media, right? Didn't he say that recently? Well, maybe that's what happened here. They're watching what goes on on social media. They see everyone everyone running around. You know, all the scaredy cats on there, all the the people who just can't accept this, who don't want to believe it, who need to be told constantly, day in day out, right? Who want to still pretend that that's a big joke? So they have to take it down. And oh, no, 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 no! That was a, that was an error. Ooh, what kind of error was it? Explain that to me, please, Mister Pentagon. What kind of error is this? How do you put? How does an error like this happen? How who we'll created this logo and then put it on the website? That the Pentagon? The Pentagon's going to make a mistake like that? Come on. Everybody out there is not stupid. I know a lot of people that follow people like Mick West, right? They're dummies. They need to hear this. Okay, I know you're trying to just placate those dopes, right? But this is, I'll tell you right now, they did, something happened here, right? They, the, the, they must be, just like Lou said, they must have, you know, maybe the Pentagon was watching the internet. They saw the reaction, right? And then they they pulled the park carpet out. They said, oh, we can't do this. Look at all the people. They're all jumping to conclusions. They're all scared. You have to forgive me. I'm, I'm actually a little bit more miserable than usual because I'm still sick with this freaking COVID. <clears throat> but, uh, yes. So, uh... Yeah, I don't believe it. I, I think this was real. I think they put it out there, they saw the reaction, right? And of course the debunkers the, the who are these people out there who are making a living on this, right? I'm making a living on 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 feeding uh fairy tales to these people who can't accept the reality that there's an extraterrestrial presence here, right? They have to placate those people. See the bottom line is this, folks, is that this is there's something here, right? I, I've talked I've been talking about this on my podcast for for over a year of course I've been talking if if you would have known me my whole uh for the decades before that you would have known I've been talking about this for a long time because I've 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 encountered these things so I know for a fact I'm almost like an insider you know I'm an insider without any information from the Pentagon whatsoever right because I saw one of the objects so I know that they're real <laughs> But, yeah, uh, I just think that they're lying about this. I think they saw the reaction of the public, and then they just said, you know what, we can't, we're can't. we going to have to pretend it's a fake. Well, it was, uh, yeah, somebody made an error. End of story. How does an error like that happen? Think about it. How does the Pentagon, the Pentagon, with the trillions of dollars that's spent on, on defense of this country, make a mistake like that? You know, it's it's just impossible. It's impossible. This was deliberate. It was put on there deliberately. They wanted to have this logo. And then they saw the reaction and they, you know, they took it down. Because there's too many people out there, uh, you know, running around, you know, freaking out about it. That's what's basically what's what happened. Just like Lou said recently, he said, yeah, the Pentagon, I, you know, I, I wasn't sure if I even believed him on that, but now I guess I do have to believe him that they are they are watching social media. They probably put it on there. They sat back and just watched what unfolded on Twitter, looked under Mick, people like Mick West's uh, Twitter feed, saw the reactions, right? And then, oh, 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 oh it was an error. It was an error. Uh, they, they probably already knew that someone like John Greenwald was going to contact. I mean, he, he's, he's, why, who else? He's the one who's always sending out sending requests to the Freedom of Information Act requests. Think about it. Think about it. This has been a game. We're still playing a game. It's going on for all these years now. Think about this game that's been going on. The game, this stupid little game that they're playing. The government, okay, we can't tell the people. Maybe we should tell the people. Maybe we shouldn't tell the people. Maybe we should tell the people. Maybe we shouldn't tell the people. It's a game. It's been going on for 75 years now. <coughs> Excuse me. But yeah, uh, that's what's going on. and I, It gets tiring. It gets tiring. I'm tired of it. Everybody should be tired of it. And to sit here and listen. And you know, the worst part about this, right? Here's the worst part about it is that a lot of these dummies out there, these debunkered dummies, right? Right, all of these people out there, right, for all this time, that they're just sitting back, having a good old time on this, uh, at the expense of people who know better. Right, that they, they, they get to point their fingers and say, "Well, they're, you're just crazy." They have some core of ex- all kinds of excuses for anything that pops up. That and none of their none of their uh, ideas make any sense. In the end of it, when you when, when they all their all their theories fall apart under the weight of the evidence, we we need to move on from this. I'm so tired of it. And here we go again. Like, we're, we're, we're like children in the Pentagon. Okay, let's see, let's see how they react. Let's see how they react. We'll put that logo with the flying saucer on it. Okay, let's watch now. Oh, oh, look, they're freaking out. Oh, it was an air. Come on, come on. You think we're all dummies. The only people who are dummies are the ones who can't accept it. <laughs> because it's real. I mean, there's just no way anybody, anybody who was to do the research on this, the real research, to study this, read all the right, uh, the historical text on this, the certain books like uh, uh, UFOs on the National Security State by Richard Dolan, things like that, uh, Witness to Roswell, things like that. And, and, and if you are to look at all the evidence, all the different documentaries with actual real people over the years that have talked about this, you would know it's real. Anyway, as you could see i'm I'm not happy about it. I, I mean, I, I think it's a joke, actually. I think this whole thing is a joke. I think what, what happened here is, is 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 you know it's basically uh, toying with the, with, the, with the public. That's what they're toying with the American public. It's like experimenting with us. Let's see if they're ready for it. Then everybody freaks out, you know, and you see all the debunkers out there calming them down. Everything's going to be okay. Yeah, it's just a joke. Just get it over with. Get it over with. Get the information. Just tell them the truth already. These people in the Pentagon, what's the matter with you? Just come out with the truth already. There's extraterrestrial presence here. End the story. Stop playing these games. Anyway, uh, we're going to take a quick break, and uh, we'll be right back. Okay, we're back. Um, I'm gonna go over. Okay, I, I think it's. Give me now and then. I guess I think it's. It's important. So I just want people who listen to my podcast to know exactly why I know, right? Because I I know I sound you know I, I'm I'm positive, right? I don't I, I don't need, I don't need any books actually because I saw these things, right? I know. Right. So it's time to go over uh, a couple of the incidents that I that I had in my life. Right. And because and, and, I, I, I every time I go, I go through it every now and then. But it's time to refresh some people's memories and also to uh, uh, let, let anyone who hasn't been listening to my program to uh, in on the uh, in on the uh, stories if they haven't already heard them. But uh, I want to go through it again. <clears throat> Basically, the first time was in, uh, uh, it was in around 1977, I was uh, almost nine years old, and uh, it was in the summer, uh, and I woke up in the middle of the night, and there was some, be- there was a being in my room that wasn't human, and I mean, that's basically what happened here. Okay, I wake up in the middle of the night, right? I, I used to sleep, sleep in an attic, right? I slept on one side. My brother Davey slept on the other side, okay? And uh, I wake up in the middle of the night, and the light was on. Well, a lot of times we would leave the light on all night. There was a big bright light on the top of the steps, right? And it, you know, it it illuminated the entire room. And it was, a you know, summer. I was sleeping with a blue blanket. I had it over my head, right? And I wake up in the middle of the night to this electronic humming sound, like a constant humming sound. And during this entire event, this humming sound never let up whatsoever. It was just like a constant, right, the whole time. And not only was there a humming sound, but there was something in the room, right? I could see it. I could see the shadow of its arm. It had three fingers on its hand, like three fingers that were like thick at the end and came to almost points right and like a thin arm and i could see like a, a look like where an elbow would be right and i was getting this arm was moving closer to where my face was like this uh right like right, right up to my where my head was and then back again and we kept on doing this like this like almost ritualistically right And i'm like what i'm, I'm a little kid here i don't know what the hell's going on i was like, like who's there Right, and this thing just the humming sound continued, and the thing kept going like this. I didn't know what was going on. The only thing I could think of at the time was that it was a devil or, or the de- or a demon. You know, that's the only idea that came into my head. So then I, uh, you know, I'm I'm just thinking whatever it is. I'm scared. I'm scared out of my mind. And I, I was I didn't want to look at it, so I peeked out of the blanket, but it away from the direction of where that thing was standing. I didn't want to see it, and I looked on the other side of the room, and where my brother Davy was sleeping. And he was, when I looked over at him, I mean, he was facing toward me. He was sound asleep. His eyes were closed. And I was, started yelling toward, toward him, trying to get him to wake up. And he, he wouldn't wake up. I mean, and he, he, this, the humming sound continued. It was somewhat muffling my voice, right? So then I was really scared. I started screaming for my mom and dad, like, for a while, for like five, ten minutes, you know, yelling for them. Nobody's coming. And the whole time, this, this hand is there, you know, the whole time. Right, And um, so then I started praying. I, I, didn't, I didn't know what else to do. And I'm, just, you know, so I'm praying and praying. And I would close my eyes, open them up again. The thing's still there. It, wouldn't go, it wasn't going away. This whole event lasted for 20 minutes. At some point, even though I was scared out of my mind, somehow I passed out. And then it was like I slept, and then I woke up the next day. You know, it was like 9 30 in the morning or something like that. And I remember going down and telling my mom everything, hey, this is what happened. You know, there was something in the room last night. And uh, she didn't believe it. She said, oh, it was just a dream, just a dream. You know, then later on when my dad came home, I told him, you know, I realized at one point during that day that there was nobody's ever going to believe me. I'm just a kid. Even though I knew in my mind it was real, there was something there, right? There was some being there, right? And whatever it was, I thought it was a devil or a demon. I didn't know. At that time, I did not know that uh, there was a possibility uh, that I I didn't know that aliens could possibly come to you and abduct you in the middle. And I didn't know anything about that. Never heard of that before. You know, it wasn't until like 10 years later, somewhere in the late 80s, watching some documentary on TV about alien abduction. When I finally, you know, I put two and two together. I was like, (laughs) that's what it was. All right, so that was the one the first major thing that I that happened, and then in 1994, during a fishing trip with a buddy, uh, a flying saucer showed up in the middle of the night basically made no sound whatsoever, the thing was as big as a house, and then just went away. Um, and basically, what happened was a, a buddy of mine called me up uh, uh, early afternoon uh said he asked me if I wanted to go fishing at this uh private community called Beach Mountain Lakes which is near Hazleton Pennsylvania he said he he got permission to go in there his mom knew somebody that lived there and and uh that person gave his mom permission to let him go fishing in at uh, in uh, this lake and he wanted to know if I wanted to go too I was like yeah I'll go you well, know so he picked me up later that, that day, like 4.30, 5 o'clock or something like that. He didn't want to go fishing at the actual lake itself, but there was a pond off the lake that he wanted to try. And I was like, sure, why not? So we went there. Uh, I remember we got to this place. Uh, we I remember it was the first day I was ever at a Walmart, by the way, because we at, on the way there, we stopped at a Walmart in Hazleton to get uh, tackle, uh, fishing, gear, uh, fishing uh, bait, uh, snacks, drinks, stuff like that. And then we went to Beach Mountain Lakes. I remember we had to stop there and talk to a security guard to, you know, get somebody's name or whatever so we can get in. And we drove into this place, and uh, we drove to this pond, and it was still bright out when we got there. Uh, I Probably it was around 530, somewhere around there. I, I don't know. Um, but anyway, we start fishing at this pond. We were there for hours, you know, fishing. No luck at all. I remember catching nothing. Not even I didn't, I didn't even have a bite, nothing. Right, but I didn't care. I was just sitting there. We were talking, you know, I was fishing, you know, have, smoking cigarettes, <clears throat> and then, uh, um, you know, it, it got dark. You know, as time went on, it got pitch dark, and uh, and and I, I turned around at one point. It was around ten o'clock, right? I turned around to get something out of the tackle box, a cigarette and uh when i turned around like behind me was like an open field like uh there was an open field with like tall grass and on the perimeter was was like the forest uh there was one area on the perimeter where it was like opened up it was bare but anyway in the forest area i could see these three lights hovering behind the trees it it lined up uh horizontally and it was moving behind the trees and And then it came out from behind the trees into into the clearing area, but and and meanwhile I said to my buddy, I said, "Hey, what the hell's that?" And And he was like, "I don't know." Right, so then the thing comes out, and then it comes right toward our direct, where, where to our, where our our position, our position was. Right, there was no sound from this thing whatsoever. It was as big as a house. Right, it was only two and a half stories off the ground. But anyway, it got right to where we were, and basically stopped in the sky. Stopped right there. It was just hovering there. Right, and my buddy has a flashlight, and he's shining it underneath it on the on be- its belly, and that's when I was like, you know, that's when I got scared. I was like, we got to. I was like, let's get the hell out of here. Right. And he realized it, too. So we start, so we start throwing all the stuff in the back of his pickup truck, right? And while we're doing that, the things start moving away in a different direction, but toward the forest where it came from. And uh, so then we got in the truck. We're driving away. And the things, you could see it flying away. And it was really close to the top of the trees, right? No sound from this thing. It was amazing, right? And these three big, giant lights were on the front of it. You know, the lights at the whole time were always facing in our position and never it never turned around or anything like that. The lights were like always facing in, in, in our, toward where, you know, we were, and anyway, then we got on this dirt road, we start driving on this dirt road, uh, and we had to stop for a minute, because there was at least 20 deer that were crossing the road, this dirt road, and they're running away from the direction that that thing had, had where, where that thing had flown, like over the forest, and then, uh, and then after they were gone, and we got out of there, I mean, we weren't even talking, we were both in shock, and then we got to a donut shop in Hazleton and uh I remember we went in there and I was like finally I like, said to my buddy, I said, That was a UFO. Right? And and he the first thing he says, I'm not saying nothing, I'm not telling anybody. Right. Of course, because you know the stigma and everything, he didn't want to say anything. Of course he did, you know, he did talk about it later on. But uh and I've always told told people about it. But uh that thing was real, and there was no way it could have been. If you would have saw this thing, you would understand that there's no way this could have been made by humankind. I mean, this thing was impossible it'd be impossible, impossible, right? There's just no way. So when I put those, what happened when I was a kid together with that thing in the bedroom, right? To to that, right? there's no question in my mind, right? There's no doubt in my mind. There's there's a presence here that's that's smarter than humans. They're 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 operating with different kinds of technology than we have, obviously right so something's going on so when i you know we talk about this nonsense this game that we've been playing with the with the government for all these years now this this nonsense game that we that our government plays with the with the with the people right all over the world there obviously i talked about this before i think there's most, most certainly uh agreements between different countries you know we got to keep this quiet you know we can't let the people know oh my god Right they're, 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 they can handle it. they can handle it. the people at top, they can handle it, but no,, no, not these peons, not the peons who who uh, put us in these positions, right? They can't handle it though. Like we're peons to them. Everybody should be mad about this. And you know what really gets me angry about this whole situation is the fact that the mainstream media is just stupid, it's dumb. The whole all the time they they treat it like a joke nobody really educates themselves on this they never do it's always like you know even today like even when you, like when people start showing up on sixty minutes like David Fravor and stuff like that that like the the sixty minutes uh, uh interviewers would be smirks on their face when they're trying to because they just think it's funny because they, they they're they're you know, they, they're acclimated to the stigma. They, they still think it's all goofy because that's what the government was trying to make it sound like that since the 50s. They had a policy to, to say all oh, the people were either drunk or they're making it up or it's a hoax, you know, or, or, or they're crazy. So that's how, you know, that stigma has stuck. Right, but now it seems like some people in the Pentagon, obviously, right? They wouldn't have came out with those uh, videos. You wouldn't see people uh, like Elizondo, you know, coming public and and talking about stuff like this, right? There seems like there there is an element now that wants to try to get this information out, but there's forces back there still pulling back on it at the same time, making a fool out of everybody. I'm just angry about it, as you can see, and uh, and. You know, I, I, I just because I know I know when I saw so when I see these people on on, you know, everybody, even pro UFO people makes me sick sometimes. You know, I see they they don't know. They don't know yet. How do you not know yet? I mean, even if I didn't have my own personal experiences, you know, if I were to read some of these, so the documentation that's been compiled by so many different investigators over the years. If you were to sit down, like, for instance, uh, I've talked about uh, different kind of UFO YouTube channels on, on, on my podcast uh, several times already. Eyes on Cinema and also UFOB, right? I've, I've talked about those channels, before, uh, I know a lot of you people that listen to my podcast or watch my YouTube videos have wa- watched the stuff on those channels. And when you look at the stuff on that channel, on those channels, it's like stuff from the '50s, '60s, '70s, '80s, '90s, right? All different kinds of people talking to reporters, telling stories. These these are real people over many many years telling what happened, and they're not all liars like the, the 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 scientific community the mainstream media they make it try they try to make all of this look like oh, it must be people just having hallucinations or telling lies or something like that. No no, no, these people are telling you the truth, and a lot of times a lot of these cases there was evidence that was left behind there's indentations in the ground from when the things landed. there's footprints. I mean, there's just so much. There's so much evidence right now. It's it's the of uh, the uh, preponderance of the of the evidence says for a fact that there's something going on on this planet. There's something here that's not human, and we don't know what they're up to. That's a whole another story. We I know I've talked about this before too. I don't think what they're up to is any it could most likely it's not any good. That's what it seems like. That's for another day though. I'm not going to get into that today. But anyway, uh, yeah. Uh, That's why I know for a fact, I know for a fact that there's something here. And uh, I just think it's a sad, it's just sad the way the situation is, it still continues to unfold. I know, I I, I guess I I, I don't have any patience anymore. I know a lot of people say, well, yeah, it's starting to come out a little bit, but it's not fast enough for me. I just want the answer right now. You know, I don't want to wait anymore. I, I want answers. I wanna know what the Pentagon knows. Okay, I wanna know okay, how they they know more, a lot more than what they're saying. They've always have. They always have.